to dominate this match as it continues on Raw. Say the line. WWE World Cup to determine the best in the world. Say the line. I'm talking about Survivor Series. It's that one time a year Raw and SmackDown go head to head in competition. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. Taped from the progressive and beautiful city of Galway. How the men? Hail the tribes. Hail the tribes. The metropolis. November to dismember. Hey! <laughs> I get it because we like dismembering bodies in Galway. Oh, wait, no. No, we don't. That, that's Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. To be fair, them boys probably ship body parts off all over the world. We may find no Saudi finger somewhere. I wonder, can you, like, go on the black market or the black internet, dark internet, and just buy some, like, Saudi fingers or something? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, you could Google it, but I, I don't know if your internet provider would be too happy with this. That's why it's called the dark web, Steve. Ah, uh, okay. You've waited Clearly you're not this. going to go on Amazon and just order a Saudi finger. That's true. You could. I'm sure you could somewhere, like a play one, like a toy one for Halloween. If you have Amazon Prime, you'll probably get free delivery. <laughs> Kira got Amazon Prime recently, right? And she thought it was oh, great. What a yeah, mark. she got it. Uh, uh, she got it and she basically has gone on a shopping spree because she was like, but I'm getting all these great discounts and I'm getting the stock earlier. I'm like, yeah, but it still costs you loads of money. She bought new curtains. She rents a house. What's she doing curtains? buying curtains? She rents a freaking house. What's she doing? I've never bought curtains in my life. I had never known of a person over the age or <laughs> under the age of fucking 40 to buy curtains. Maybe I they did. the same curtains that were in this room when I moved in here three years ago. Yep. I didn't even realize mine had curtains for the first year I lived there. I just thought there was a blind. <laughs> <laughs> then I realized one day and I was like, oh my God, I can make it even darker in here. This is amazing. Who is this Kira person? Is she even uh, real? Some One of our filthy marks from Spotify. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen to us on Spotify on repeat. Yeah, she was found out. Ah, uh, yeah. Prob- probably a Sami Zayn fan as well. Ah, uh, uh, yes, the worst. yes. Ah, uh, yes. Does she not realize he's a bad guy? Ah, uh, look, what can you do? I was going to try an experiment. Something horrible happened during the week, and I thought I'd send people to her on Twitter to say nice things. But then I'd give out her Twitter, and she'd probably be angry at me. Mm, I'll leave it. Aww. Just in case. Do Next it. time I'll ask permission. <laughs> it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. Just ask Gordo. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my life. It's my motto. Uh, no, Nicky, this week he's uh, unfortunately had a three-week suspension from all podcasting. He uh, unfortunately had, we had some complaints about last week's joke. Now, to be fair, Nicky only set up the joke and Gordo made the joke. But I'm sorry. It's, it's essentially like the time... Uh, Edge went and was shagging Lita behind Matt Hardy's back and then they fired Matt Hardy. It's a similar situation to that. Yeah. So he got he got Matt Hardy'd. Soon Nikki will be back V1. Yeah. Does, does that mean I'm going to be feuding with Nikki? Uh, possibly. Possibly. Yeah. Depends. We'll check on the numbers and we'll see if we need an on-air fight. Yeah. You might want to get that neck of yours checked out as well, Gordo. I think you might have problems down the line. <laughs> yeah. And no, yeah. Live, no live sex celebrations. No. 
Because that involved me actually getting some, which is never going to happen. Hey. <laughs> no, 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 penis. <laughs> ah, you beat me to it. Damn you. No crack. Just me own. Yeah. Hey. Uh, not fairly quiet, really, for me, anyway. Do you know what I did for the first time this week, Steve? Go on. I went to the cinema in the daytime. Oh, my God. I've done it once. It's a weird experience. It is strange. Two o'clock, walking yeah. into the cinema. You go downstairs where you normally buy your tickets. No one there. Sign says go upstairs. Like, what the hell am I supposed to do? Am I, uh, am I getting my tickets with my popcorn? What's going on? This confused me greatly. Bear in mind, it was a Monday morning and I was off work for a day. So naturally, I was confused anyway. I didn't handle this very well at all. I almost had a panic attack and left. But went upstairs. Only two other people in the screening. Watched Johnny English. Laughed my arse off at some good old British humour. Uh, and then left the cinema at like half four in the daytime. What the hell is this world? I don't know. It's I did it for uh, Dark Knight Rises. Because I was finished at one o'clock that day. And the thing was open at half one. So I had a 15 minute break in the morning. I went and bought my ticket. And there was about 10 people in there. It was fucking great. And that was the first showing of the day or whatever. Uh-huh. There was nobody there. It was beautiful. It's Strongly yours. recommend it. That it's... or going to Oran Moore. Do people even know where the one in Oran Moore is? <laughs> yeah, uh, yes. yeah as, as someone who doesn't, read, who doesn't work Mondays, I quite often go to the cinema during the day. It saves me a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, and also, at that time of day, I also just like, I, I, you know, I don't even want to have too many sweets. I'll just yeah. be happy with my nachos and a, a small Coke. A small <laughs> Coke? Who are you small kidding? Coke. Okay, I'll lie. I'll lie. I get the thing of nachos and then I'm going to get a bottle of Pepsi out of the fucking vending machine instead. <laughs> it's a whole two quid cheaper. I am that fucking cheap. Oh, you have to be. Those those things are... Have you seen... Have you seen Black Books? TV show? Yeah. No. Um, Dylan Moran. Uh, basically, he, he gets locked out of his, of his bookshop and he has to kill some time. So the first place he goes, he, he goes to the cinema. And he goes up and he gets, he just goes, there was a great scene there. He's just like, uh, excuse me, uh, I bought a drink and some popcorn and now I have no money left. <laughs> it's, just, it's just nailed it. That's it. Those things are just such a fucking rip. I went to see, was it one of the Avengers films? I think it was Iron Man 3, it might have been, in the cinema down in Waterford years back, obviously. And uh, it, was, it was paid for myself and one of my mates to go. And between the two tickets, a bit of grub for ourselves, the drinks, and we did get, end up getting a third drink between us. And uh, came to just show you 50 fucking quid for the fucking My money. God. Now, Gordon, let me ask you a question here because it's very important. I need to understand. I, di- I didn't get any. No, but did, did, <laughs> did the person behind the counter, you know, put on some lipstick and make themselves feel pretty before they fucked you in the ass? Uh, they said it with a really, they had a really, really happy smile. And I'm not going to lie, there was not really much consent. But by the time they said this is how much it's going to be, I didn't really have much of a choice. So it was. It even, was the. They didn't even lube you up. No, there was no lube. It was just like oh, wow. all the way in there, just right up there. Um, it, was, it was the implication that something bad might happen to you, but it wouldn't. But it's yeah, the implication. It, it was under. It was under duress. Um, mm-hmm. Looks like why I made that joke last week. Um, <laughs> You're damn forced. Nicky. Yeah. Damn, damn Nicky with his with his ways. Oh man, he just hates other races and cultures. We've always said it about him. Yeah, it's the Wexford in him. <laughs> Anyone so, else block us this week? I think it was just those two people last week. Uh, no, I got well. I got someone block me. I had someone block me on uh, Monday Night Show and Raw. Ah, Gordo, what did you do? Um, nah, I put up something about Becky being the man, which is is factually accurate. That's what I do. 
Metaphorically and, uh, correct, yes. Yeah. And um based this fucking foot knuckle. Uh <laughs> which is my which is my insult at the moment. Uh, Where did you knuckle. get that one by the way? I had never heard that before. Um I'm pretty sure it was when Phil and Hannah were over at the weekend. One of the two of them said it, and I was just like, that is one of the most glorious fucking insults I've ever heard in my life. So it's like, I, I'm adopting this. And I, I don't make even sure... understand it to, to be no. insulted by it. <laughs> no, but it's fucking glorious. Yeah. Um, and yeah, some lad basically, he, he swore at me, and I'm like, come on, I'm, I'm, I'm here to have a civilized debate. As everyone knows, I'm quite a civil person on social media. Oh, completely. Mm. Yep. And uh, he, he swore, and I basically said, there's no need to swear, you know, here to be nice, but also, you're an idiot. And uh, yeah, he, he basically told me to go fuck my mother, and then block us. Hey, that's like, my job. That's literally what I was going to reply, saying, how dare you take Fitz's job? <laughs> um, but yeah, so he, he blocked us like a little fucking idiot. And yeah, he, no wonder he only has 80 followers. Oh, yeah. It's it's glorious, but is it Jeff Goldblum glorious lying sideways with his shirt open as a pop figure? <laughs> that thing does, is fucking beautiful. Does it make you question your sexuality? Not at all. Not no. at all. Look oh, at so that. So you know you're you're full on blonesies for Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Who isn't? Uh, me. Two fly Jeff Goldblum. See, <laughs> uh, how else can we? Ah, oh, fucking shite as usual. You know. Any fantastic uh, stories for us this week? Not that I can tell, no. Uh, I have a really good one that I'd love to tell. I heard it from my friend that works in the shop. Um, is, is it Stockholm Gym? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. Just the usual, you know, I meet up with my friend that works in the shop and go for a pint. And so people don't seem to understand you have to pay for plastic bags. And it's been nearly 17 years. 17 uh, years. Wait, that. you have to pay for a plastic bag? Believe it or in not, Ireland. yeah. yeah. For the last 17 years. What's your cost you nothing? A plastic bag levy is already underage drinking. You know, <laughs> and next year it'll be totally cool if that bag drinks cans. Yeah. I can go one further. I believe it was in Austria. I got charged for a paper bag. Wow. So they don't want you having bags whatsoever. They don't want anything at all. It's you'll bring your bag for life or a satchel or some shit with you or else uh, 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 you're paying for that bag. Nice. 20, 20 cent for a paper bag and I almost shat in the middle of the aisle as soon as you said it. <laughs> that makes a change to the shitting in the bag. It was an obscure thing to do. <laughs> this, this guy just, just popped a squat in the middle of the shop. Why? A paper bag. Something about a paper bag. And I will point out if it was the shit in the paper bag it would probably seep through it fairly easily. It's not like the plastic bag where, you know, it would hold... <laughs> You know, plastic bags don't don't biodegrade, but paper bags do, which is why you shut fucking charge for them. Oh, <laughs> I say we just do the B show at this stage. <laughs> it hasn't seen SmackDown anyway, so you didn't see any Jericho Cruz then. No, what happened? No, man? Uh, literally, you know, all I watched was the main event. To be honest, I didn't watch anything else. I, I plan on going back watching some of it, but it was uh, the books of Jericho, or is it White or Jackson? Versus Cody, Kenny, and Marty. There was an amazing spot, though. I I sent the gift to you. I think I did, anyway. Uh, I made a gift. Oh, look at us now. You wanted them now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll be banned soon. Um, Cody sets, oh, I can't remember. I think it was Jericho. Oh, no, it was Nick up in the corner. You know, for Goldust kick in the corner, where he puts their legs either side of the ropes, and then he runs <laughs> back and kicks the turnbuckle. So he sets them up for that, and he does the Goldust pose and everything. 
runs and then stops right in front of it and double birds to the crowd. It's yeah. fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> so they had Cody getting all the heat on them for it. Oh, it was great. Jericho looks so weird in the Bucks gear. So fucking weird. But, uh, you know, him, him just shouting Alpha every 10 seconds is great. He beats someone up, throws him out of the ring. Alpha! <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, it worked. The atmosphere was cool. It was just a weird setting. Like, you don't, <laughs> it was on a boat. It was fucking cool. Um, yeah, great times. Did you hear the crack with Naito? Did you see this rumor floating around? How much of the rumor did you hear? I heard, I didn't read too much of it because the page I opened needed to be translated into Japanese and it was really, or in, back into English, and it was really poor English, so I gave up halfway through the article. Um, but essentially, he was contacted after Dominion by, uh, by H uh, with a contract. And he turned it down because he wanted to, he wanted to focus on the domestic fans and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. What else did I miss? There was a story about a, a cafe or something or yeah. a restaurant. Yeah, no, I don't know how truthful this is, but one of the one of the obvious side rumors that have come off of this is that apparently he agreed to meet them, met them in a restaurant or a cafe or whatever, met a couple of WWE officials, um, and he had a had a cup of coffee or a bite to eat, whatever, and then he just turned around and politely asked to be excused so he could use the bathroom. Apparently he didn't use the bathroom. He just left and left the boys with the bill. <laughs> Which would be the most Naito thing to do. The yeah, most pay for him Naito thing to do. Like. You just look outside the window and he's just like this. Just doing the pose. <laughs> uh, Sonata, Sonata just standing next to him with the mask on and evil just flashing the lights off everywhere. <laughs> oh, I love it. I hope that's true. Now, I mean, to be fair, but like he was going to be leaving them with the bill anyway. I mean, they were trying to sign him, but I still like the fact that he thought, no, I'm doubling down on this. I'm not going to be polite and say, no, I'm going to make it seem like I stiffed them with the bill. Uh, yeah, as I said, if, if that's true, it is possibly the most nighto thing that could have happened in that situation. Yeah. The interesting thing is that, you know, he's, and I think Tanahashi was saying it as well. They're more worried. They don't give a fuck. They're more worried about their fans. So I wonder, is that something because they're two huge, huge fan favorites, regardless of heel face dynamics, whatever, whatever way they might be. Um, they care more about the fans that are there in Japan. They're not too arsed about the rest. I wonder, is that because it's a little bit of a backlash where the fans are like, eh, what's with all these US shows or why are you catering to all the, the gaijins all the time? I think that's yeah. partially kayfabe as well, though. I hope so. But I think the the whole rumor is that Naito actually doesn't really care too much for going to America to perform. He seems to be, from what I've read between the lines, extremely happy with Japan. And literally his focus is on just improving and developing the Japanese wrestling scene. And I don't think he's too happy about the Tokyo Dome match with Jericho either. Why? That's been announced, but Jericho has said it hasn't been announced. <laughs> Did you see that? Oh, that's all kayfabe, surely. Oh, Jericho was like, uh, I haven't agreed to this yet. Because, it, yeah, it's part of the story. But it was great. Um, but I do, he doesn't want the Intercontinental title. So I don't doubt Naito is too bothered about an Intercontinental title match at the Tokyo Dome this year. It's as best as what he's going to get, really. It's true. It's true. At least it's with Jericho, so it's a money-making match. I think you're looking at the following year. as either going to be himself or Jay White challenging for the title, probably. Mm. Well, the rumor that was doing the rounds was that Kenny's going to hold it all the way till next year and drop it to Kota Ibushi. That's the the rumor doing the rounds. That's a long ass title, Ren. And so that all hinges on Kenny staying. 
I assume that he's staying for that moment and they said next year, this year Tanahashi, next year Abushi. Yeah, but that's before all that TV ducats come yeah. rolling in because I know we said it was last week that we had a feeling there's a chance that it was going to be an extra couple of hundred grand tacked onto them contracts. There's a couple of different reports. I think it was at Meltzer or someone had something out about it the other day saying the offer has been upped. The WWE offer. WWE offer to the boys has been upped apparently. Hmm. So, as I said, it's, I think it was, I may not have been Meltzer, so I probably fucking shouldn't have used his name. But uh, it was himself or one of the other usual suspects who have sources and get this stuff out there. It was one of them was after coming out with it. So, very interesting. Mm. <clears throat> While we're actually talking about Big Dave, Uncle Dave, Steve, you weren't too happy with his um, comparisons between Sir William of Osprey and the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. I think Meltzer has lost his mind, is basically what I thought. Um, I have absolutely nothing but respect and admiration for Will Ospreay, straight out the top. But to say that he is five times better on a nightly basis than Shawn Michaels at his prime is asinine and objectively false. Scene. Until Osprey goes and does it, he could be better. He's more athletic. But until he goes and does it, it in the biggest company in the world and brings the company on his back and headlines Miss WrestleMania, come talk to me then. I think Thank you're you. reading too literal in terms of what he's saying. I think you have to kind of break down and see exactly what he's saying here. Thank you. Uh, just <laughs> Your give agreement. Me a, just what give I, me a second here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you do your thing. I got now, if, this. You, if you're... My two bits, wait, on right. it. Is, if, you're, if, you're, <laughs> if you're comparing Will Ospreay and Shawn Michaels performer versus performer as an overall package I completely 100% agree with you Steve that he doesn't hold he's not good enough to hold a jockstrap of HBK's career right now thank you so it's a survivor series built <laughs> <laughs> but and there's obviously the caveat there if you actually break down what Big Dave actually says and what I'm reading into what he says because for having what three or four decades in the journalism industry his ability to write coherent sentences is actually quite poor, yeah. and I and I love I love Big Dave. I I I'm a big fan of his, but some sometimes you have to read his things about two or three times to actually understand what he's saying. I wonder is it because he's on his phone, maybe? Because surely the newsletter is not that. So what you're saying is that he's Donald Trump. Possibly. Anyway. He's all he's all thumbs <laughs> and all fake news. My reading between the lines is that he thinks that Will Osprey is a better athlete and capable of doing better things in the ring from a physical point of view than Shawn Michaels is, or was ever able to do. And from that point of view, you might not necessarily fully agree, but you kind of have to acknowledge the fact that he's probably right. Will Ospreay is a better physical athlete than Shawn Michaels ever was. Yeah, but can he do it when he's pilled out of his mind every night? <laughs> you know, that's well, true. With, with his current injuries, we might just find out it's soon true, enough. Yeah. But I, something tells me a different type of pills. Um, no, but he said he's five times the nightly performer. Now, I was in no way triggered by any of this. I was looking at the comments and this was fucking hilarious. I sent a G gun. Meltzer's kind of lost his mind. He's trolling a bit, surely. But it, it, I think he's, I think he means it. Yeah. Uh, I vehemently disagree for now. Remains to be seen. Yeah, I'd like, like to, I'd all... like to think that if, if Osprey was on that stage, fucking give it to me now. 
they yeah. need new people. They desperately they don't need new they don't need more numbers, they need new faces. And Osprey would me, be amazing in that company. Can you tell me any match and I'll leave it fairly open ended where you have seen HBK be as physically active as Osprey has in any of his matches. Say Osprey versus Walter at OTT there last month. I'm sure we've all seen this on YouTube free for everyone now. Would through. would HBK be able to do that sort of match? HBK Even can in do his anything. Prime? Oh, he can do anything. Honestly. I'm not just trying to defend my argument or anything. He's, he's capable of anything. I don't think there's anyone ever been better than Michael. I don't know, is the honest answer. I don't think so, but in a different way. Like HBK's ability to tell a story in the ring far succeeds whatever Osprey could do right now. And, and to be fair, Osprey is look on leaps and bounds, as Gordo was saying as well, in the last probably year or so. You remember yeah. the thing with the neck with Marty Scurll that time? It was yeah. just like every time he hit him in the neck, I was like, oh my God. So Osprey is yeah. brilliant at this now as well. He's yeah. primed to be there. I can see Meltzer's point. But the but he five times go. thing is crazy. Osprey has no interest in WWE. It doesn't like it. I was watching, uh, I don't know, I was scrolling through my feed once and it was over the weekend or something and Osprey had a periscope open. I don't know if you saw this and he was just drinking beers in the house with his mates. It was really weird. I watched about five minutes of it and they were playing FIFA or something. I don't know. And people kept asking him about this and they were like, I have no interest. I just want to get that question out of the way. Stop asking me this question. I'm not going. Yeah. Now everyone has their price for the million dollar man, but. That's you what know? I mean, and, I, and I've said it four or five times throughout the lifespan of this fabulous podcast. There is a generation of stars coming through that genuinely don't give an absolute fuck about WWE because they've come through the wrestling era where they haven't been a part of, say, the Attitude Era, or the Ruthless Aggression Era. They've only ever known the PG WWE era, and that's not what they want to position themselves as. They want to be New Japan, freestyle, the ability to work the indies, the ability to develop their own characters, do what they want, say what they want, merch what they want. And these guys coming through who are in their mid to late 20s enjoy that sense of freedom that WWE can't provide. Yeah, And and I've said it about the Young Bucks, I've said it about Kenny. I think Osprey definitely fits into that category as well. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I think it's more a... It's a case that that Vince or whenever Triple H takes over, what they need to change the the schedule here. Whatever about loosening the reins on on writing and character, but the travel, yeah, it's, it's a what three hundred plus days a year. You that can't needs work to four go. days a week. It's crazy, and you're like, it's, I mean, Jesus Christ, you're dropping on your neck all the neck and back all the time. And yeah. do you know, and this crack, I know, I'm one of the podcasts I listened to was talking about this before as well. Get the fuckers healthcare with this new deal. Like, they're not independent contractors. This is a no. joke. This is going to... Oh, speaking of... Gordo hasn't seen it yet, but there are basically two episodes ago on BT. They're talking about... Uh, they're doing ghost stories or something around the fire on the boat. <laughs> and it was like, let me tell you the tale of the independent contractor. <laughs> and he starts telling them, you'll be on the road 300 days a year. It's fucking and you're all freaking out. Yeah, Marty in the Scariest back. Scariest story of all time. Yeah. Marty's like, oh, fucking no. <laughs> um, on, on Osprey's uh, Instagram the other day, someone referred to him as, uh, as an indie or how he felt being an indie guy or whatever. And he's like, Dude, I'm fucking signed. What are you on about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, this is not WWE deal. It doesn't mean I'm not signed. Don't yeah. worry. I'm grand. I'm taken care of. Like, Yeah. He's bound to be getting decent money from New Japan, and then he has his merch money, and he gets all his one-shots here and there or whatever. 
Oh, um, I think WWE just to quickly touch on what you were saying there about changing the schedule or whatever. I think to an extent WWE could nearly, in essence, learn from New Japan insofar as, or more so even maybe nearly the stardom style of things where it's done in loops. Literally, you'll have guys who'll do their live event loops of whatever the amount of days are. Then it'll be different people coming in. I mean, stardom have their couple of regulars who go out there and put on whatever kind of showcases. But then yeah, they they bring in people for couple of weeks or a month here and there they do their loop then they're out and there's new people back in and they rotate them around a lot of it is tied into visas and stuff i know which won't be an issue for wwe but uh just that whole concept of you know you work a while you get a break to rest up heal up any injuries obviously they'll still work tv or whatever but just keep the live events as a loop or you use that kind of that smaller roster to just put on a show of six or seven matches fairly lengthy matches just have those guys do it for a couple of weeks but the crazy thing as well we we noticed this um before they merged all the pay-per-views into you know both shows there was say a raw pay-per-view is on there's a smackdown house show that night because you see people too i was like what are you doing why is that the case Mm -hmm. it just makes no sense i know the weekends they make their money whatever in the live events but their money can't be made in live events anymore i'm sure they're selling a lot of merch at them but look at the deals was it total of 2.6 billion across the two deals or something yeah, Cut also, down the fucking schedule. But also, are they not taking away from people who are actually going to watch the pay-per-view if they're running a uh, fucking live event at the same time? Like you That know? brings us back to our old network era versus pay-per-view. They don't yeah. need to work anymore because the people just subscribe. They don't need to be creative or try and build feuds. Yep, that's true. I mean, even you're subscribed, right, Steve? Yep. Definitely paying that money. I'll say it again. The highest rate in the world, Ireland, is the highest price of the network in the world for some reason. I'm not going to lie, I was worried my uh, bank card expired there a month or two ago, and uh, I had to update my payment details. Join me on the dark side, Gordo. Uh, no, I, I renewed, but I was worried it was going to charge me the Irish price. Oh, yeah. Um, it hasn't, so crisis nice. averted. But there was that worry of, am I going to have to pay an extra four quid a month for this show? Yeah. Oh, man. This is way better than talking about Raw. Well, speaking of shite, I suppose we should probably get on the Survivor Series. <laughs> <laughs> oh man I said I'd just kind of quickly run through it I don't want to do the blow by blow shit. tell me tell me is this the one night of the year where we're on Smackdown superstars go head to head in direct competition that Not was quite. supposed to be, that was supposed to be part of my intro when I did the, the Saudi Arabia thing I was going to be like ah, and welcome to the beautiful kingdom of Galway where it's one of the 52 nights a year <laughs> damn it <laughs> we're, go, we're going to fits go head to head in direct competition <laughs> um to be fair though, I, I thought I thought Crown Jewel was great. First yeah, half, Gor- but when I saw of it, yeah. So <laughs> Gordo, you fell asleep at what point? Um, about, I'd say about five ten minutes into Joe AJ. Oh, yeah. So you you would you consider this possibly WrestleMania seventeen levels? Uh, the best, definitely the best pay per view of the year, and probably the last three or four years, to be honest. <laughs> ah, you see, you didn't see what happened then. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm assuming we'll get to it. But yeah, as far as I'm concerned, great pay per view of the year. Bar none. <laughs> bar none. And I'm assuming Miz and Ziggler put on a five star match in the. Oh, yeah. Barn Burner. Yeah, it's, it's what they do. They're, they're two of the greatest. They're probably yeah. the two best on the main roster at the moment. Unfortunately, Steve will um, openly admit. Steve will openly admit that was his favorite Miz match of all time. To be fair, before the joke continues, I was praising the Miz that night. I thought he was brilliant yes. across the whole night. He was. He was brilliant in his first two matches. I can only imagine what he'd done in the third. Well, unfortunately, Gordo, he seemed to take a little spill off the apron. What? He twisted his ankle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And, that's why he uh, was popping on SmackDown. Twas indeed. Twas indeed. So after he got mule kicked in the throat by Jeff Hardy, legit, he uh, had they had an injury angle and Shane McMahon took his place. What? W- yeah, yeah. I know what you're thinking. That's okay. Ziggler won it. Took it home for a roll. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, Shane McMahon, best in the world. Oh, God. <laughs> How do you feel now about your WrestleMania 17.5? <laughs> Bring back December to this member. <laughs> oh, oh man. God. If only there was a Simpsons meme or gift to summarize Crown Jewel. <laughs> I, I, I'm not the Simpsons aficionado here, so I'll, I'll leave that, boy, that to you, boys. Change oh. the channel, Marge. <laughs> it's my WWE gift at the moment. So that's just Crown Jewel. Yeah, so our, our recently used is just Becky Lynch holding the title and change the channel, Marge. <laughs> And it's the elbow stroke as well. The That's elbow. True. Uh, so Raw starts. Security around the ring. Corbett runs down the card with Alexa. All right. And we waited and we waited and we waited and we got the line, Gordo. The line that it's the one night a year, blah, 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 blah. Now, can they use it as much as they use best in the world to determine, or the World Cup to determine the best in the world? Is it possible that that amount of, of overkill yes. on a phrase can be done again? Yes. We're just fresh off of one, like. Well, considering literally three days prior, they had Raw and SmackDown superstars go head to head in direct competition. Yeah, that's uh, true. Technically, did they though? Yes. Because because Shane McMahon is not really a contracted SmackDown superstar. He so is. He has got a uh, wrestling contract. Does he officially now? Though he used to, but yeah. like, might that have expired? Because you know, <laughs> would have been an independent contractor. The contract may have ran out. <laughs> You're you're reaching, Gordo. I like it. I'm trying. I'm fucking. Try- I'm trying to find a way for this sentence to make sense that we heard <laughs> seventeen times. What about evolution? Ten days ago. Evolution. <clears throat> they're 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 divas, not superstars. Oh, I see. I see. Oh, that's <laughs> God. The ones the ones who faced off in direct competition were essentially treated like divas on that card. That's Don't true. at me. Don't at me. <laughs> he he uh, Gorbin has mentioned that the best in the world issue will be settled next week, Gordo. By my good friend Bollocks Jaws, Stephanie McMahon herself. Oh, you yep. want to improve Raw, you take the Universal title and you throw it in the bin and you bring back Stephanie. Yes. Everything yeah. was going so fucking shit, they had to make an improvement, didn't they? We always love having the heel McMahon on a show. Uh, you can't have enough of it. But anyway, yeah, basically, my note here was six minutes in, I'm not watching Raw next week. <laughs> so, like, I've already decided that I'm giving up here and next week in advance. This crack now. The captaincy shit. This was non-stop. What does it mean, Basil? You know what I mean? Like, what does the captaincy mean? Who gives uh, a fuck? Well, I know I know what Blisses means. It means she's injured worse than they thought. Yeah, that's concerning, isn't it? Uh, Why didn't they just call them managers? That's technically what they are. Well, is she going to take Alicia Fox's hat? Yes, she's the captain of the ship. Look at me. I'm the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alexa's business attire. Very professional. Oh, yes. She has yeah. a great career. Yes. A very good managerial career ahead of her. Yes. Yeah. I, would hire, I would hire her in an instant. Yep. Uh, what happens? Don't care. Blah, blah, blah. Um, he adds, basically, he shouts out the Raw team is Ziggler, McIntyre, and he also names Braun. And he was concerned that he might be a little upset with him. <laughs> um, but Angle says he wants to be on the team, and that sets up the main event. If Angle wins, he's on the team and captain. Or no, although it just it was just captain because he was on the team anyway because he decided he was. 
but then Braun Strowman comes out and that poor indie guy that was dressed as a security guard, that guy who took the big boot to the chest. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that was oh, harsh. Oh, God. That, that, <laughs> kick, that, that kick gave him asthma. Yeah. <laughs> if the ground was any softer than concrete, he was going under it. Like, Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, like hours later, Corbin is still running from Braun. He hops into a car and everything. And then, but Drew McIntyre comes past, and we're setting up that Drew is going to take his place. And this was the main event then: Drew McIntyre against Kurt Angle. No, we had a phrase for this: the Drew beats Kurt with the Claymore, but then he uses the Angle Slam and taps him out with an Ankle Lock. But those are Kurt Angle's moves. Kurt Angle does those moves, not Drew not McIntyre. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't do it. It was like, but but that's Angle's. What did he use? That's Angle's. Use his own move. Damn it, Michael Cole. Go back to the script. Use the Seth Rollins line. Yeah, you're, like we we got. Did we get incidental? I don't even think we got incidental this week. There was incidental contact at the end of SmackDown. Was there? Or was it incidental? We I'm not know. sure. But I, I realized as well, knocking people off has been a thing since like 2011. Oh, it's fucking torture shit. Oh, I've uh, noticed something. I don't know if you picked up on this. He's been saying fans, not universe again. He has. Yeah. We noticed is, that as well. Yeah. Is it gone? Is it finally gone? They replaced it with incidental. I think incidental, yeah. Once something had to go. There was so many buzzwords. Something had to go. But that's a good one. That's one of the worst ones that had to go. So that's positive. Uh, but yeah, there was a beatdown. Ziggler arrives to help continue the beatdown. But Braun attacks the former dogs of war to save Angle. Neat. The, oh, no, the, the Braun thing. The Braun thing was a dark segment. Was it? Yeah. Ah, well, I've just been rumbled. Hey. <laughs> I ready. read the spoilers. Let's get ready to rumble. Yeah, it's pretty much true. True post. Oh, he, yeah. Sorry, I did watch the end of it to see how see if they used the line, but they didn't. Yeah, but um, strong from Drew, and it's kind of felt like a passing the torch moment. Yeah, because he beat the shit out of Balor just before that as well. There had yeah. been, you know, the whole UK, uh, you know, former UK scene guys there with Balor and Drew McIntyre. He helped him up and stopped Bobby Lashley from, I don't know, showing him, showing him his arse or whatever was going on in that segment. Oh, fuck yeah. Look at this man's hamstrings. Look at his hamstrings. And Bobby Lashley had literally just shown his arse to the crowd. <laughs> not going to lie, that's when I turned off Raw, so I didn't even see the main event. Good call. Uh, um, but we know fair. you didn't see SmackDown. No, so I you did not have... because... I was working. You wouldn't have seen uh, Paige introducing Shane at the top of the show to huge Paige negative reactions. Here. Shane was getting oh, booed. How bad? Uh, they're getting CM Punk chants. Oh. Yeah. So they went into the ring and she brought the trophy in and she wanted a photo op with Shane, but Shane read the room and got rid of it wisely. He got rid of it very quick. Um put over the talent and said he's not the best in the world. He did it for SmackDown. He acted on instinct. So they're covering it up. Which makes me think, why the fuck did they do it in the begin with? If they got rid so of it that quick. So did he add it there? Uh, he definitely read the room. He got rid of that trophy ASAP. Yeah, he was very swift for it. Now, the only thing yeah. I'm thinking is, are they dragging this out to a point where he is turning heel? Like, at the end of the day, he, I, I do think he's turning heel. I think they're just dragging it out. But uh, I don't think I don't think the UK would have been the place to, to double down on it. So. Yeah. Why? That would have been the perfect place. Well, it, it, plays out a little, it plays out a little bit. Uh, Shane makes Brian the captain. Uh, <laughs> Brian, thank, he thanks Shane for humbly acknowledging that he's not the best in the world. But the Miz comes out and he also wants to be captain. And then they both agree, Shane and Paige, that they should be co-captains. Mm-hmm. And silence. 
this just didn't work. People were like, eh, who cares? Really weird. Because later it was good. And I just said classic WWE booking and writing to do something pointless like how Shane win this tournament and spend the first relevant 15 minutes of TV time after that explaining it was a dumb move and made no sense. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh God. So Miz and, Sh- and Brian agree that they both think Shane should be on the team. Um, and Miz, what was it? Miz suggested Shane, so Brian agreed agreed with it and Miz is going to let Brian have the next pick. So they were starting to get on a little bit and they're both acknowledging, this is weird. Why are we agreeing on everything? Um, later then Miz and Brian agreed that the winner of Ray against Almas you missed that bits. that was a good ass match Ooh, I will be going back and watching that <clears throat> uh, but the winner gets added to that team Ray wins but Orton hits Ray with an RKO after the match and then they both pick then Brian and Miz they both pick a wrestler each to face off in the final match for the last spot but they both agreed they were like rather than us fighting over it let's just make them fight over it and it was Joe and Jeff I think uh, Brian picked Jeff and Joe was picked yep. by Miz yep Makes sense. Um, so yeah, so Joe beats Jeff to get the final spot, and after the match, Joe is mocking Brian because Brian and Miz are on commentary, uh, and it ends up with Joe in a yes lock, but Miz drags Brian off. He doesn't break it, like jump down with a hammer fist or anything. He just pulls Brian off of it. Um, Miz and Brian start to go at it, and then Shane tries to break it up, but then Brian slams him, like kind of didn't look, and he just picked up whoever oh, touched him, cemental. thinking it was Joe. Could be incidental though. Uh, but Brian didn't look like he was upset about it, though. He left. And then all the boys are just staring each other down. Mm. It was a nice story throughout the thing. And I can't believe I'm saying this. I can't believe it. That's two weeks in a row that I'm saying The Miz was fucking great. Oh, my days. Maybe I've been hit with some incidental contact straight to the back of the head and I wasn't aware. <laughs> I've become fools fight. like all of you. <laughs> um, you know, I, think you, I think there was just a void in your life of a good talker. Who was, yeah, except, you know, this time he wanted a decent wrestler. Mm, I just so. need a tight compadre who will teach me how to rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, I know, Tenacious Miz. D references aside. But, uh, yeah, no, Miz was quality. Um, yeah, he really, really was. And, of course, they had to make sure that the SmackDown teams were all picked this week so that they could, uh, they could counter it on Raw next week. Yeah, the whole team is picked already. Yeah. It's like, no, here's everyone. Um, yeah. Uh, something I noticed about SmackDown, I'm sure I have it in my notes later, but whatever. AJ passed the one-year mark as the champion. They're in the town that he won the title in, and he got a backstage pre-recorded promo. They yeah, didn't he even did. use him on the show. Yeah, he did. Do you know why? Because the he's faced in a couple of weeks wasn't anywhere even in the same continent as him. Nope. That's the, what flight did Brock take? Did he, because I know they were saying... Uh, Hogan went to Belfast and then flew out from there so maybe they all flew to Belfast and then Hogan and Brock got their fucking private jets home um, wasn't, part of, wasn't part of the last deal or part of the first show over there that Brock has some buddy of his over that side of the world anyway and it was part of the thing where he's like yeah I'll just fly over with you and I'll stay there and make my own way back kind of <laughs> thing like, I'll get a lift home at one of the lads private <laughs> yeah, jets <laughs> so I wonder I wonder was it something similar again Probably, because they flew Hogan to Northern Ireland and then sent him out. But. Yeah, because yeah, I know it was that time. I remember he done the Beast in the East show at the time. Ah, that was a great worked, show. He worked that. I, I watched that in work. Great day for the parish. Uh, but yeah, he worked that. And it was because it was that show where it came out that he actually had mates over in Japan or somewhere near Japan. So could be something like that. That's why he was like, fuck it, I'm, ha- I'm two thirds of the way there anyway. I may as well go the other third of the way. And yeah. 
Go meet the boys for a few scoops. <laughs> I just picked up $20 million for three minutes of work. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. An F5 of F5s. Oh, man. <laughs> An F5 of F5s. See, uh, I listened. I there listened. you go. There you go. But the other one, the um, the Usos beat the New Day to become captains of what I assume is the tag team match. They didn't explain this very well. Or I yeah. missed something. Possibly I missed something. No, no, was there a tag team one last year? I don't think so, was there? I don't think there was. But I like it. How many tag teams are you going to have in it, though? Like, Oh, five teams. Please, five teams. It's a traditional five-on-five. So a 20-man tag match? Yeah, give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me, baby. (laughs) So all sides of the ring are covered. Oh, definitely. Sign me up. It's not going to be that. It'll be probably three teams or whatever, but... uh, The Usos have a show of respect after, after the match. They said real, recognize real. You know, so... They, they're the captains and they've picked the new days. So now we have two teams or four men. We don't know. Or maybe no five knows. Maybe five men. We don't know because technically you could counteract New Day with uh, Lucha House Party. You could. There you go. That's exactly it because you've got your five people there with New Day and Usos, I suppose. But they did say that New Day were the first pick. Ah, okay. Ah, yeah, five teams. Please, God. Ten or 20 men or whatever it ends up being. Let's do that. When is Survivor Series actually? Two weeks. Sunday week. <laughs> I want to make sure that I am off the next day. Cans. Cans. Ah, yeah. Money's too tight for cans. Cans. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the other one was the the Women's Survivor Series thing then. So Alexa names the Raw Women's Captain. Uh, is named the Raw Women's Captain, but she won't compete, as we said. But then oh, what she does in, in, in her first act, she decides to book a match that we've seen three weeks in a row. The Riot Squad against Sashley and Natty. Oh, God. The ending of this match was... Yeah. To be honest with you, I, I know I Let's explain off it first, though. Let's explain and, it. Okay, go on. Backstage, they have Natty. So they're like, you know, do you think the, uh, the, the, the result will be any different from last time? We're like, this time, Natty's got a, the ace in the hole. She's got a plan up her sleeve. So she's got quotation marks, Jim Neidhart's glasses. They're just, you know, they bought them that day. Pennies. Pennies, Pennies yeah, yeah. Primark. <laughs> and, um, yeah, the ace on her face, I like to call it. Um, but at the end of the match, Steve, at the end of the... No, I won't even say at the end of the match. During the match, mm-hmm. Ruby Riot took these glasses. She might have done something. Oh, I know. I, I did see this. <clears throat> like I said, I turned off Raw when we saw um, Gordo's favourite wrestler and two-time Hall of Famer Lashley's rear end on the screen. I said, that's enough of me. But there was many moments before this which made me want to turn off Raw. And this was the first of the night. Like, did you hear the crowd do the referee's count? (laughs) Because he wasn't doing it. So Ruby breaks the glasses. And everyone is devastated. Like someone has just been shot. And they just... That's it. The match is over. There's no no contest. There's no bell. The crowd, the crowd are counting for the ref, as Steve said. And then Bailey and Sasha come down and cry with her. I'm like, what have I just this, seen? The guy is, is still make... fresh in his grave, too, which is, makes it slightly weird. Like, what I don't understand is like, okay, you want to capitalize on a tragic circumstance. Classic WWE. Yeah, they thought it was Roman. That right, that right, Brian Alvarez. But tell me, why would you do it like six weeks or a month after he died? 
this is something you you do straight away when it happens if you do it at all and i personally i don't think you do it at all however why are we still booking women like divas you'd never see the men have a storyline like this uh, no. technically paul bearer's urn ah oh, come on that was the source of the Undertaker's power. It was the boss a- man dragging uh, Big Show's dead dad through the cemetery. That is one of the greatest moments of <laughs> WWE. So I would not have a bad word said about that. No, you- but I totally agree with you. They're just two random stupid. They are but- different completely. Glasses <laughs> or your father's body. <laughs> now, if they brought out Jim Anvil's body, then I'd say, okay, now I can understand why you couldn't compete and finish the match. No, it was a fucking sunglasses. Baby. Oh, it's just it's so bad, oh, and it was man. not coming out of her nose in the ultra oh, close up. Like, oh man! To be fair, you know, and and Fitz is probably the harshest critic of all of us of Natty. This is probably the most emotion she showed of anything. Like that's true. Ever. <laughs> like can't can't argue that. Like probably since the Natty Nightfart days, and even then, all she was shown was like gas, yeah, gas and like congestion and shit. I just have this image of Vince backstage pissing himself laughing. Like, ha I got the hearts again. Take that dead Jim the Anvil Night Heart. <laughs> just the evil Vince McMahon laughing. He spins he spins around the chair with DX written on the back of it. Got thirty to forty years of fucking the hearts over. Like I keep getting those motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, and then it's totally opposite on the other side other side. Paige just names the entire team straight out. There's uh, Carmella, Naomi, Sonia, Asuka, and Charlotte. But Charlotte, they all got an individual entrance. Charlotte had her entrance, but she didn't come out. And then Mandy Rose comes out. She's wondering why she, why Sonia was picked and not her. That sort of thing. Considering she threw out at the Battle Royale, that was her logic. She puts down everybody in the ring. A brawl ensues, and Sonia and Mandy... Well, Sonia drags Mandy away to save her, so I don't know what's going on. Hold on, oh, can, I, can I just press pause for a second? Mm-hmm. Tell me one thing. You just said, uh, um, did you say Lana was on the SmackDown team? No, Carmella, Naomi, Sonia, Asuka, Charlotte. Oh, thank fuck. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Unpause. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, we don't know what's going on because we don't, because no spots are filled on the women's side of Raw. All the spots are filled on, on SmackDown. So. Riot Squad, Mickey James, and that's very heel heavy. Baby. What have you got here? What have you got on this side? All faces, essentially. I think you def. I think you definitely have two of yeah, with the exception of Sonya. Probably Ooh, yeah, if, all faces. If yeah, if the tension of herself and Mandy. Yeah, and yeah, Mandy was the dick about it. So yeah. you got all faces and all heels, then yeah. That's weird. It is weird, yeah. Isn't it just... What about brand loyalty, you know? God. Like the most the important one, thing in the world. The one night of the year, lads. The one night of the year where Ron smacked down and go head-to-head in direct competition. I am so making a drinking game for Survivor Series. <laughs> we'll I'm be dead. Tu- I'm we working be Tuesday. Killed. I plan on still being drunk going into work on Tuesday. <laughs> uh, you just have this image to hype up backstage. Guys, it's the one night. Can you not just be quiet for once? <laughs> like kids in a toy shop. Anyway, I thought a toy shop. Yep. Um, other things happen too, but I want to make the case for the for the main event. 
say I should be happy because I have your respect. I have your respect. Welcome Survivor Series. Rhonda, you're gonna find out that it's not your respect that I'm coming after, it's your arm. And I don't care if you're the baddest bitch on the planet, cause I'm gonna make you mine. Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch has to be the main event and if it's not anything that comes after that is going to fall flat agree or disagree fight me disagree disagree yeah. start with you then <laughs> here's why want, you're wrong <laughs> I want to see Brock Lesnar main event because he is the best in the world at everything that he does ah you're being a dick I see yes <laughs> I'm, be, I'm, I'm being one of those smarky fans that Goldust hates ah I see how, how would you know what his tweets are like? He has us blocked. What a bastard. Yeah, I hate um, This has to be the main event. Like, wh- what's stopping them here? It's stubbornness. The fact that they're women, maybe? Vaginas. But it's the best story, but the best build. The best reactions. Yeah, yeah but best going promos. By that, going by that logic, Becky and Charlotte should have main evented Sheevolution. Ah, no. Yeah. Crossover. Crossover appeal. No. I think they have a chance of doing it here. Here's a test run. Survivor Series is not the, as big as it once was. It's not important anymore. And they've ruined it with this fucking line anyway. Money um, Money in the Bank has essentially replaced it as the fourth of the big four in my eyes. I think so too. They're calling them the big five now, but the Survivor Series is, is not what it used to be. Here's your uh, t- testing ground. It's a name, but yeah. it's a name. People know it. Main event with Ronda and Becky. So Survivor oh, Series is like in your fancy house, as opposed to all the other in your house. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I completely agree. As a fan, I completely agree. I think it's it it is the most interesting match of the night, um, especially when you consider there's only what, literally the go home shows next week to build any other storyline around the traditional matches. Uh, as a concept Crazy. of Survivor Series, I liked the revamp last year to make it more interesting. Uh, if memory serves, it was actually a pretty decent pay-per-view last year. I can't remember, uh, to be honest. There's been so many in between. I think there's been about 478 pay-per-views since last year. That's just in the, in the States. Yeah, exactly. Not to mention all the ones out in Blood Money. Uh, yeah, and Chaz Wazers. Chaz Wazers. Yeah, I, I think I'd agree. Jesus, I'd love it. It would be a brave call. But if they really want to be having a women's main event of WrestleMania in the not-too-distant future... This is the perfect opportunity for a trial run, um, like Gordo said. Um, yeah, Ronda addresses Becky Lynch on Raw. Huge reaction as well, but there was also the little Becky Lynch chant. So we thought maybe, where is the bizarro world coming from? Because you've no Roman and no KO. I, I think they may have dipped the mics for that. Really, yeah? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, two or three reports saying the crowds were very loud for Becky. Yeah, Let, don't forget that they had three to four hours editing uh, availability on this and the guys over in Cultaholic actually noted at different times that they could hear the audible inputs of uh, loud noises coming on the the visual stream. So at the very start of Raw when big baldy bastard Baron Corbin is in the ring there was um, extra noise added to his promo. Okay. So it's quite possible that the crowd were more pro-Becky than we were led to believe. No shocker. Um, no, no, no but the shocker. reaction was there for Ronda regardless. But Oh yeah, no, um, no, not taking away from Ronda's reaction oh, yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, she she did the thing with Becky was in clown college and Aer, didn't say Erlingus, but when she was serving snacks or whatever they said, uh, you know, that she was out there dominating the world, all this sort of stuff. Her mother was trying to break her arms to wake her up in the morning. What was that about? I think that's true. <laughs> Probably, but like, come that, on. That, that's an abusive household. Out of curiosity, yeah. did anyone check the timeline to make sure these synced up? Uh, I don't see how they could have. Yeah, because Rhonda was Rhonda's recent. I mean, Becky was gone. Becky was yeah. in NXT during Rhonda's time. Yeah, right? probably. So, One would assume. It's you um, know, it's, it's it's like the whole Roman cancer timeline, and you know, it just doesn't add up. Is that right, Melter? <laughs> oh God! What? No. What? Let's talk about, this, talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> Get through this bit here because I really want to talk about it. <laughs> um. Yeah, so she's like, I'm, I'm the last woman on earth you want to provoke. I'm a natural-born killer, beaten to a fine edge. You might be the man, but I'm the baddest bitch on the planet. Fucking get in. That was she great. No-no word. Big old no-no word. Yeah. Also, when did she join the Kings of the North? Ah, they're natural-born killers, too. Hey, uh, God I, get, I get references. This See, is what happens when Nikki isn't around. I, just when, when that sort of uh, niche OTT stuff comes around, I'm like, Yay. <laughs> You know I'm a blow-in. Words and stuff. <laughs> Dirty, filthy blow-in. Blow-ins. Blow-ins. Um, yeah, and then Naya comes out and ruins the whole thing. Whatever, moving on. Oh, my God. I said to Nick, right, I'll, I'll literally I'll spend 10, 20 seconds on this. We may as well work this part into the whole thing because it's not going to last long. This was the worst I've ever seen Naya Jackson my entire life. Wow. Bar none. Wow. There's a lot of examples, though. Barn on. She almost killed Ember Moon like three times. Like I think you're right, Stephen. This is going to come across very nasty. And I apologize in advance if uh, some of our SJWs take offense to this. You know, block us if you want. You know, we've got history. Um, <laughs> sorry, I don't know what Gordon's doing there. I'm telling him to fucking mute you. <laughs> she's definitely got larger since she's been on the main roster. She has. And like that. There's nothing wrong. Like, I'm a large gentleman. I'm not trying to be a professional wrestler. Although I'm sure I'd be better at it than her. That wouldn't be very hard right now. She is a terrible professional wrestler. You her don't f- help, though. If You don't really help if you put her with someone of equal talent. <laughs> to be honest with you, I'd actually rather watch a Tamina match than a fucking Nia Jax match. I have a segment. Don't worry, I have it. I have a whole thing. Fitz, while but- I have it, will you move your mic? No. You gotta point it the way that. Oh, uh, 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 point it up. Now point it up. Because you're talking into the top of it. And uh, try it now. Right, let's go. Ah, uh, 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 fuck, uh, wait, and I noticed that ages ago. Hey! It's so much better now. Fuck. That's okay, we'll start again. <laughs> no. From the Just top. Stand back a bit from it and point it at your mouth. That's all you need. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, I get consensual penis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you? Do you get consensual penises? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. It's an hour of your audio I have to fix now. Ah, don't worry about it. I'm Be not going to do it. No. It. Also, is Nightjack's heel again now? What the fuck is going on? She's the big show. In many, many ways. Um, but Becky's Except response. For... You haven't seen Becky's response. Then. No. Hit me up. What What happened? So Becky's like, she says that Ronda may hold the title, but she's not a champion because she hasn't been tested yet. Becky's the man, she says. 
and doesn't care that Rhonda's the baddest bitch on the planet because she was because she's going to make her her bitch basically. <laughs> what was it? The line I had at the start of this was like, "You might be the baddest bitch on the planet, but I'll make you mine." Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So she, was like, she said she's not handpicked. Uh, you haven't said there's a spoiler here for you now as well. Becky says she's not handpicked like Rhonda and wants a fight right now. She's in the mood for a fight. The champ wants a fight. She wants to find out who wants to step to the champ. And Sanity's music hits. And the debuting uh, Nikki Cross comes out. And guess what happened, Fitz? Just like her Sanity brothers. She lost in her debut, tapped out of the disarmor. And do you know what actually happened to make this even more historic? I believe we have a new personal best for amount of camera cuts from the time the music hits to the time it all ended. Oh, God. Dear God. Uh, I believe it was 31. <sighs> I'm feeling dizzy just thinking about it. Now, the boys come out first. The music hits and the boys come out. Like, oh, my God, what are Sanity doing here? It's like, well, they don't do intergender stuff. So it's not like they're going to attack Becky. I think or, Becky could have taken all three of them. She's the champ. <laughs> oh, yeah. But like, it's not like you're going to have Eric Young answer the man open challenge. Well, technically, he is a man. Yeah, she a man. is the man. Yeah. But uh, yeah, next thing out comes Nikki Cross. So it is a bit longer than her usual entrance. But yeah, uh, 31 or 32 camera cuts. It was 31. It was, that was torture. Now, I, luckily, I was looking at my phone for most of that because I watched it live and people were losing their shit. Because I knew it was happening. I read the spoilers. So I was waiting for people to pretend like they didn't already know. Looking for the RTs. I didn't. Ah, see, I did. I read those spoilers, son. I had the script done before SmackDown made to air last night. That's prep, yeah. prep work, baby. Prep. So tell me, tell me, but before we go too long, Becky and herself, Rhonda. Initial thoughts: How can they book this match to keep them both strong? Here you go. I've been, I've been thinking about this. I've been a lot of thinking on it because it's very quiet at work. So, time limit draw. Bear with me. I know I say that a lot, but it's one of my favorite things. Time limit draw here, but the finish. I somehow you have to work this in because if they announce time of draw only in that match, you know the finish. So you have to say something like the main event needs all the time because it's for the whatever brand supremacy. You go that time. All these matches have to be done by X amount of time. So they're all 15 minutes, 20 minute time, whatever it needs to be. Um, Becky has her in the disarmor in the armbar mm-hmm. and Ronda's saved by the bell. She's about to tap, but the bell goes. Now, Ronda probably worked her over. So she kept herself strong during the match. She was the dominant one. But yeah. Becky worked hard, you know, the whole thing that they're doing at the moment. She worked harder than Rhonda. It comes natural to Rhonda. Becky had to work harder. So she managed to get in the disarmor. And the finish is that she she had her because she outworked her. And Rhonda just survives. And that leaves you nicely there for the main event of WrestleMania, Rhonda, Be- Rhonda Becky too. Uh, I don't think they have the sense to do that. I think we're getting mm-hmm. Ajax interferes. <sighs> That's literally the opposite of what what I just said. It is uh, your idea. I would love your idea, but I'm I'm becoming you this week. <laughs> this is what you, you have a broken back. No, we're gonna we're we're gonna all full blazing squad and flip reversing it here. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I I think we're gonna have something as disastrous as Naya's interfering. What a terrible time to be alive. Yeah. Now maybe they could go an even weirder way and have Charlotte interfere. Incidental contact. Incidental. Um, Could be either or. Charlotte goes and clotheslines or kicks her or whatever. Kicks Rhonda by accident. 
that sets and up helps Backy to win by accident, incidentally. And that sets up your you get your she puts on her mad dog face and Charlotte freaks out and runs away or whatever. And Becky's the champ. And you know what I do right now? Fuck all this. Put the titles on the line. Becky wins both. And it doesn't become <laughs> one belt. She's the champ champ. Yeah. We go full Conor McGregor on. She's the first two time champ in women's She's history. The champ champ. And then you can come to the champ champ. You've kind of hit one there though, because we've all anticipated it's going to be Charlotte and Rhonda at Mania. So we're always looking for ways of building that angle to get to that point in the storyline. I think what you said there could actually make a lot more sense. What well, is in have Charlotte do the have Charlotte interfere and it sets the seeds. Yeah, you know, plants the seed in Ronda Rousey. Someone said <laughs> oh. Travis Brown would be tick about that, mm-hmm. and he's a very bad man. He he's would do a... bad things to me. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, it was funny that Becky put the thing out today about the Stan accounts. You know, she was on about Ronda. Yeah. What did she call her? Ronnie, is it? Yeah, yeah Ronnie. But that's Cristiano Ronaldo's name. Not Ronda Rousey. Ronda. <laughs> um, yeah, and I was just thinking, I looked through our thing and I was like, eh, we were always a bit of a Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch Stan account, but now we're gone full-blown Becky Lynch Stan account. Yep, no regrets. Yeah, we'll change our bio too. Becky noticed me on 10th of the 1st of August. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole bio is full of emojis. To be fair, we did put out, we did put out the, the tweet there of the stop, stop, she's already dead. And within remember five minutes, it was liked by the man, which had the exact same profile picture. But the username was Becky Lynch XXX14. I saw that. I was and sickened. It's like, I was there for a second. I was like, Jesus Christ. I was like, no. <laughs> I like, did fangirl. I was like, oh, the man noticed us. Oh, yeah, like, no. No. So that, that, I just that, love that. the fact, I just love the fact she calls him stands. Yeah, she straight is absolutely one of us. Like, <laughs> she, she has become, in his absence, she has become Kevin Owens. Oh, he's, yeah. Just not a bad show. She's what Kevin Owens should have allowed to have been from day one. But this shows what you do with somebody. What can happen if you let people off the fucking leash? Yeah. Both on screen and off screen. Hey, yeah. go out there. They're not going to use the old cliched bullet or bullet points line, but she's given direction out there. Nobody told her to come up and say, come step to the champ. Nobody wrote that for her because no. nobody has that kind of, they don't do that. No, they're, come they're forth and stand before the champ. It's like before November to Dismember last week. Do you remember when the four lads in SmackDown were sitting around and they were, they were all going to be facing each other and they were standing around and nobody called anyone a prick. That's they the, were in you know, It's like, yeah, like they're there, they're calling each other bitches. They're thick. It's more realistic. I like it. Yeah. Randy Orton should have been calling them is a prick or whoever a prick. <laughs> you know, like it, men don't talk like that. Men will use swear words. Men will not say, oh, a crown jewel. <laughs> it, should, it should have cut over and he should have been taking a dump on Miz's fucking fancy <laughs> Jedi jacket. <laughs> it's a weird thing. He's got the karate kid and the Jedi jacket going on at once. It's very strange. <laughs> um, But this is the main event. And if anything goes on after it, it's going to fall flat. The only time. thing I can see is they'll have the traditional full-on men's Survivor Series match going over it if there is something big storyline. That's weak still. It is so weak. It mm. And nothing they'll do in it is going to top the reaction that this is going to get. But... I again I'm I'm going old man Steve on this and thinking with WWE logic and I just don't see 
I, I think if there's if there's something going to do a storyline there, maybe something Braun and Drew related. Well, the only thing I'm thinking of, and using your logic there, is that if Braun is the new Roman, and Roman's match was always the main event, now Braun's match will always be the main event. Yeah. But don't forget, Brock is going to be in the building. Is he? What is oh, sure, AJ. Yeah, oh, sure, fucking AJ. Brock is the main event. That's what it'll be. They're not having that main event unless AJ wins it. Not... Brock Lesnar is the main event. Well, he wasn't the main event at Crown Jewel, I suppose. Oh, look, either way, we're not going to be happy. Fucking open the are. show. Just If you're not going to main event it, open the show with it and I can be in bed by fucking half one. Perfect. <laughs> the way I look at it. When it and goes to like, that 30-minute time limit draw. Yeah, and I'll be like, I'm very perfectly satisfied. I'm going to go have a nice sleep for myself and I'll check the results in the morning. <laughs> but what... what um... Did I see somewhere that um, they effectively says I think it was Ronnie said that you know she'll fight her in any match. Was there there's a was there a reference somewhere to a st- a type of match? Did I, don't I think see so. that somewhere? I don't think so. Because so I be, think you'd be you'd be beaten over the head with it by now. I'd say. I think they might be leaning that up towards next week and say they might put a, a small stipulation on this match. If they do, then I think you could be right. You could have yourself a stipulation style match which keeps them both strong and have either outside interference and or technicality end the match you could either even do i'd prefer the way i was talking about i think it'd be great but what they could do is that ronda starts to outwork becky but she's the veteran and she hits her with the belt or she finds a way to cheat just to get dq'd to get out of there or whatever that they did that against charlotte and ah, to be honest, but that it, doesn't it, change anything. They'll do it no, again. No, I, I I understand that, but yeah. the more you do it, it does diminish your character somewhat. Yep, that's uh, so the you, raw way. <laughs> well, that's why she's on SmackDown. Yeah. They? Not for much longer. Oh, she's getting too hot, and they either have to cool her down or send her to Raw. That's what's going to happen. Oh, sure. SmackDown's going to be the A show when it goes on to Fox. Mm, I still have doubts about that. Well, you're wrong. Um. Anyway. We'll get through the rest of it. The Raw Tag Team Titles. Gordo, you're a passionate tag team aficionado. Your thoughts on this title change? (sighs) You know what? I'm actually happy about this. Well, we were wondering how they'd get the belts off them, off of Rollins, essentially. Yeah, and I I would have rather a bigger way of crowning AOP. Um... Uh, I think yeah, when you have guys like these who are destroyers, I don't know if you need to have them win it this way. This could have potentially been a way of doing it, putting them on revival. Uh, and that's not me only saying it from bias. Yes, but it is. It's not. It's the case of the AOP you'd imagine could win anyway against the likes of a Rollins. Uh, but because they have a two-on-one advantage, whereas someone like revival, you'd count that they needed a two-on-one advantage to beat someone of Rollins' level. Um, sure, the revival can't even beat the Lucha House Party. You shut your mouth. <laughs> um, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I'm happy about it because it takes the title off of Rollins, and it means I can actually get back to having proper fucking tag division again. I hope. Now, the only thing is, you know, we always have this. Rollins will have to get his rematch next week. <laughs> no. Thought about that. No. The basically Corbin made Rollins face AOP by himself. Yeah. Yeah, I would have preferred to see if you're going to go with oh they took advantage of him why not have 
Rollins have like this intercontinental title match that goes on forever and ever and ever and he barely squeaks by and then Corbin goes and now you're facing AOP we that thought, pretty cool we were sitting there actually thinking that because Corbin made the comment of you know we I think you can defend all those titles so we thought as soon as he lost the tag titles he was going to have to defend the IC titles straight away <laughs> that would have been good and lose uh, both yeah we thought we thought that's how they were going to do it and take all the titles out of it and have a full reset of the title picture because it's desperately needed that yeah. universal title is gone again and it's fucking driving me crazy the show is back to having no direction I yep. say, I, interesting you, you just said that Steve because I was talking to Nick as I was watching Raw last night and it hit me like a bolt of lightning that it makes sense for them to put the belt on Lesnar again why? now not as a fan perspective watching the show week to week as a casual smart that I am but we had Roman as the plucky underdog who was trying his hardest for the last four years to finally get over and win the belt and he did it. In the meantime, for the last month to six weeks, we've had Braun turn heel. You, in their mind, in the, in the creative muse and the creative genius that is WWE creative writing team, who are interestingly hiring right now, so go on to WWE.com if you want a job. Those Working on it. You the specs for worse. that job are fucking hilarious. The first one, the first one <laughs> yeah. was in attention to detail and I closed it after that. Yeah. <laughs> but, in their logic, and I can actually see it, and I can actually understand it, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give them a little bit of credit for this one. If you want Braun to be the absolute big baby face that Roman <coughs> was slash should have been, then you're going to have to build him back up again, because you diminished a lot of the heat and the, 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 the fan favor that he had. How do you do that? Have him get annihilated by Brock when it wasn't his fault, because of the interference by Corbin. And then you also have him, you know, club to get back to it again and have him do major Huber face things again. So I, I, can... I personally think Braun is dead in the water here. They fucked him so many times and there's a big repair job needed. Well, like, that's why big. I, compl- I agree that they need to do a repair job. And I think that's why they're doing this. And that's how they're doing this. Time will tell if it was successful and if they didn't manage to fuck it all up again. But... I can see why they did it, and it makes a little bit of sense. I think if they put the belt straight on Braun at uh, Crown Jewel, it mightn't have gone down too well. Hmm. But how how long is Brock going to have this fucking belt now? I think you keep it on him until he has the UFC fight. Uh, yeah. <laughs> especially after DC came out after his fight against Lewis on Saturday night and said, <laughs> Brock, bring your new WWE championship here and I want to take that from you too. Could you imagine the two of them standing opposite the octagon before the fight? DC with his two UFC belts, Brock with his WWE belt. That would be a pretty cool sight to see. It would, but maybe Dan has changed. But if he allows that, there's going to be a lot of people pissed off about that. It, I, I think it was shit all over MMA. Yeah, I wouldn't, have it any, I wouldn't have it anywhere near it. Why would it shit over MMA? You've yeah. got this guy carrying around a fake belt. Yeah. Against yeah. a legit two two weight champion. You're also forgetting that time. it's not like CM Punk walking into the octagon with a belt around his waist. You're talking about a former UFC heavyweight champion. Yes, but you're you immediately delegitimize, if that's even a phrase or a word, Lesnar by having that belt there. No, it doesn't. I have, do. Have I, it does. It does. 
This, if they're going to be on Fox next year, have him sitting in the crowd at a fight night with the belt over his shoulder. <laughs> That'd be brilliant. <laughs> or just show him it live from wherever the hell he lives in Alaska or wherever the fuck he yeah. lives. What what sitting on the couch. <laughs> let's press pause on the whole wrestling logic for a second and, and, and open a can, Gordo, and let's talk about UFC logic. Does, <sighs> does Brock Lesnar have a chance against DC? No way. I, uh, I think Brock Lesnar has a chance to tag now. As if DC starts actually wrestling them, I think DC is going to disgust it. Now, Fitz, before you sent in, did you hear any of that? Because it broke up for me. Broke up for me too, yeah. Okay, okay. sorry. It wasn't, sorry. So you repeat. Yeah, so uh, what I was saying um, is I think Brock can tag anybody and Brock can drop anybody. Uh, but I think if DC gets in close enough to him, DC is going to ball him and... We'll essentially see something similar to the McGregor Khabib fight, only with much, much larger, larger gentlemen. Now, at least the age profiles are a lot closer. Yeah. Uh, depends on. It could be DC's retirement match, is what they're talking about. Yeah. Um, Lesnar, if he's on the drugs, which I think he will be, he'll be on the PEDs, and he could just kill him and drag him down. But I don't see DC losing this match. I really don't like. I understand the, the logic you're using there, and after watching DC destroy Lewis on Saturday night, you can see why DC is the two-time champ. Lesnar has the wrestling background to be able to counter that. So once you effectively neutralize DC's biggest strength, which is his wrestling ability, you then have to look at the other aspects of a fight. And that's where you think Lesnar might have an advantage of being the bigger guy, longer reach, arguably packs a more powerful punch if he's on the PDs. I think, you know, if Lesnar manages to beat DC while holding a WWE belt, that only helps to increase the profile of WWE slash legitimize Lesnar as this all-conquering superpower that we're led to believe. I on don't the, see a down. I don't see a downside to this. On the flip side, on the flip side, there's a massive downside because he could get whooped, which is the more I think is more likely. And where's and the downside in that? The WWE champion got his ass whooped in the UFC by the baddest man on the planet, or the most dangerous man on the planet. It doesn't look good. I wouldn't have the belt anywhere near it. There's also the thing of would the UFC allow it based on the fact that can you imagine if someone comes in holding this belt that was completely predetermined, I'm not using the F word, something completely predetermined, someone comes in holding that and they're supposed to essentially pick him up as being this legit guy who's holding this predetermined belt um, and then he turns around and he knocks out their two division champ who is essentially he's gone into the Hall of Fame Um and this lad who's potentially, as you said, on PEDs and holding this predetermined belt is going to be their champ now, potentially. I don't know. I think I think there's too much. I think UFC have too much to lose in it for them to ever let it happen. Both sides have too much to lose from it, I think. Yeah. Lesnar's uh, mystique is that he's this badass. If he goes in and gets his fucking ass handed to him after coming out, <laughs> why'd he go full hog? Play his team music. Don't use Enter Sandman. Play Lesnar's team music and have Paul Heyman introduce him instead of fucking, you know, like, oh, I think there's too much. To, there's a lot of good, but 
if it goes wrong, it goes spectacularly wrong, and I don't think it's worth the risk. But then like... again, the MMA fans, you know what they're like on on uh, on Twitter, Gordo. They're the most easily offended, most fucking oh, easily wound up Jesus, shower yeah. pricks. Sorry, are we talking about two bit sports wrestling followers or um... no MMA people? Oh, sorry, Twitter. sorry, they sorry. My, my bad. So I just I just t- assume everyone's are snowflakes these days. They're just so touchy. It's not even snowflakey. They're just you're like, dude, that's not MMA. That that fake WWE shit. You're like, well. The biggest star in the company did that by copying Rick fucking Flair, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yep. and The Rock or and Austin or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're more influenced by that than you think. Um, Elias interrupts another person. Oh, what it. in the fuck? He's it's finally that, discovered. <gasps> that was the Bizarro World. There you go. What a He's, time to be alive. It took him a year and a half or whatever, but he finally worked out. Oh, if I let them go out first and then I come out, I'll be able to play my song. But yeah, the Walk With Elias chants were great and even started playing Seven Nation Army. This mm-hmm. was, this was like the guy was a fucking superstar. Mm-hmm. Well, he is. Uh, said if he, he said he spoke to Nolan, Liam Gallagher, and then if he sang a song about Ziggler, they'll get Oasis back together. Uh, I will point out that Old Trafford was cheered on screen and the empty hat was booed on screen. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was that made me very happy. It was funny. To be and fair, the... even as a Liverpool fan, I found that fucking hilarious <laughs> and enjoyed it. So Puts that old myth to bed, I think, anytime you hear that. But uh, he, they did not, Michael Cole did not call them the Manchester United. I know. So I was, if we were doing predictions, I would have lost my wild card there because that's a sure bet. The Manchester United <laughs> every time. Um, but yeah, Elias beats Ziggler clean. Not a great match, to be honest. It didn't really gel, I don't think. Uh, but the story fucked the match. The story was Elias there. I think was the uh, Elias beats Ziggler clean with a huge fucking response. Mm-hmm. And it's weird to hear his team music. It's like seventy four, seventy five is all I hear when I hear that song. Really? Apollo beats Jinder. Don't care. That's the thing. Um. Did you, ever, did you ever think that someone beating Jinder Mahal would be the biggest win of their career? <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, but like, we finally have confirmation of what I suspected at Evolution. We have the 2018 female version of the Natural Disasters. It's happening. Typhoon and Earthquake, they're back. So Nia Jax beats Ember Moon. Tamina comes out again, but this time she hits the Simone drop on Ember and Nia joins in the attack. It was the same as last week, I suppose. Like I said last week, the f- the first NXT or not NXT women's tag team champions and have the faces chase them. Yeah, the natural don't, disaster. Don't care. Don't care. Yeah. Don't care. God, not care at all. But if we if we if we call them natural disasters and earthquake and typhoon, we can have fun with it. It's uh, terrible. It's, it's it's gone beyond having fun with them. Oh God. <laughs> Fitz called this in our super secret production chat that gets mentioned on air every week. Uh, I believe Fitz mentioned this as being possibly his least favorite slash worst segment on Raw this year. Now, bear in mind, this is the same year that gave us the Lashley sisters. I raised my head in question. <laughs> That's, I was like, what? The, the thing is, genuinely, when he said it, the only thing that popped into my head was, if it wasn't for the Lashley sisters, this would be in with a shout. And the week after with the passport or whatever it was or birth certificate. That whole yeah. Sami Zayn and Lashley program was just fucking terrible. And if you want to see some of it, you can go back and listen to the Alleged Wrestling <laughs> Podcast. I believe it's around about week 37. Oh. Um, it is it is truly fucking marvellous, some of the stuff that was come up with. But uh, yeah, 
if it wasn't for that whole segment, there's a chance that this fifth might have been right, and this could well be. It, it's definitely getting a nomination for the Bitheen this year, anyway. Yeah, the upcoming oh. Bitheen Awards. Yeah, if, we're not far off the Bitheens, are we? If we need to start to no, build. <laughs> if like there, there was so much wrong with this, right? There was so much wrong with it. But my my biggest annoyance of it all was my biggest WTF moment of all of this was after they did the attack on Ember. Naya did this weird jumpy up celebration thing. <laughs> and I'm like, I've never wanted to punch a woman in the face before, but I want to punch you in the face. Not, wow. even, not even them two ones that fucking saw doctors that time. No, but that's just because they don't like Westlife. They can get fucked. <gasps> get off my bucket. <laughs> get off and cast the out. Yeah, exactly. How can you not like Westlife? That's, I don't understand life. Fitz, count to five there, will you? No. Do it, please. Just count to five. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, no. I tried to make a joke and I muted myself. <laughs> I was going to go, well, I got rid of him, that Westlife prick. Now we can get back to you're talking about that. You're a portion of a man. You're, you're outnumbered on the Westlife thing, Steve. Yeah. I muted the wrong Steve. Me. <laughs> <laughs> it's the thought that counts. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah, terrible. Truly, truly terrible. Hmm. Um, yeah, like Westlife. Nah, you fucking, you shut your whore mouth. This is terrible news. This is awful. I've been wasting my life with you people. <laughs> what do you I mean, know. you people? <laughs> Westlife you fans. People? <laughs> you don't count as people. <laughs> to be fair, my taste in music is quite bizarre. <laughs> um, what else? There's nothing really else, is there? Just Lashley. Lashley. Oh, Lashley. Lashley. Oh. Lashley. Uh, yeah, uh, so Shley. we had the match. This was what of the third match that we saw last week. Lashley, Lashley, <laughs> stop it! Uh, <laughs> yeah, another match that we saw last week. Rush said he'd rather be in Liverpool. He gets the pop for a man or the booze for Manchester from Manchester crowd, and then Lashley shows the camera t- his ass <laughs> repeatedly, repeatedly. Now yeah. I do like the whole look at this man. Look at him. Looks like money. Smells like money. All that stuff. I think it's great. It's fun. It's different. What does money smell like? Money. <laughs> Here's a good one for you, right? And I'm going to go off topic here because I'm just browsing the Twitter machine to see if there's any good. news popped up. And um, WWE put out a tweet an hour ago. No. Uh, no, 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 no. It's okay. It's, it's just one of their troll jobs. Yeah. Is it Who are they ranking? Uh, it is a ranking, actually. Oh, ironically, no. Uh, yes. No. So yes. they 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 tweeted, and I quote, "A la Raw General Manager, it's hashtag Wham Wednesday, and you have a decision to make." I fucking love Wham. Last <laughs> <laughs> Christmas, I gave you my heart, and he did. That was terrible. Last Christmas, when that song was too real. It was too real. The man yeah, died of a heart attack on Christmas Day. Uh, anyway, battle to wrestling. We have the beer tent soon. That's true. Corporate retreat to Christmas party. <laughs> Can be every Friday night a corporate <laughs> retreat to the Stein House. The question. And I will give you an option of six potential answers. None of them. Limited to six. The greatest super kick belongs to Oh dear no. You have option A Sean Michaels. Option B and I quote Tamina. Option C, Adam Cole, baby. 
Option four, Dolph Ziggler. Option five, Paige here. And finally, option six, The Usos. Fake news, they do not have Johnny Nitro and his Nitro Blast in there. Um, Where's Kevin Owens in this list? So you want me to tell you who they picked as number one as a troll job? Uh, They didn't actually do it. It's a tweet with a weird video with six videos on it. And it just asked people to comment. God, because they were going to pick Ziggler, weren't they? Um, As you can imagine, Twitter has told him comprehensively that it was HBK. The inventor of the super kick. Uh, I thought uh, it was going to be one of these infographics again. Where it's oh, they pro- they probably will come out with that afterwards. But uh, uh, like, yeah, everyone is like Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels. Tamina. <laughs> Tamina and Paige are the female representatives on this poll. In the pantheon of professional wrestlers who have used that move, Tamina is in the top six. Well, I, I will... a professional wrestler. <laughs> exactly. I will give her credit insofar as that she can't do any other moves, but her super kick isn't that bad. Top six all time. Oh hell's no. <laughs> it's the fact that the fact that Kevin Owens and Rusev are not on that list is an insult. As I said, Johnny Nitro, look up the Nitro Blast. It is a thing jo- of beauty. Johnny Nitro has never wrestled in WWE. Johnny Nitro has. He wrestled as Johnny Nitro. Not no, no, no. Johnny Nitro was a thing. I don't give a shit. <laughs> The Nitro Blast. I refuse to believe it. Well, your fake news. Your mother's fake news. Well, clearly. Wow. That's like the worst thing you've ever said. You <laughs> <laughs> know, fake news is it's a cutting remark. <laughs> you, 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 you are going the right way to join Nikki on that three week suspension. <laughs> <laughs> there, there may well be a two man boot. Suspend me? I made the two bit sports. Oh, what is going on? Oh, no. Floyd Mayweather. I wanted to be clear that I, Floyd Mayweather, never agreed to an official bout with Tenzin Nakasawa. What? Nasakawa, whatever he's called. The poster's out. Oh, my God. What? This this is potentially the aftermath that uh, apparently some some alleged rules for the show because it was supposed to be done with compromised rules. Yeah. Uh, You know, like the international rules between ourselves and the Aussies. Um apparently there was some rules were leaked as to what it might have been that was making it sound like more of an exhibition for yeah. Floyd than anything should the guy tweet McGregor the other guy you know because McGregor read the rush hour comments and all that yeah he will avenge your loss please watch my thing uh, I want to sincerely apologise to my fans for very misleading information that was announced during this press conference and assure you that it was too complicated that I was too completely blindsided by the arrangements that would be made without my consent nor approval what after all that some of the first comment guy called Gorilla Monsoon actually uh, uh, Floyd saw the highlights <laughs> the guy was going to kill him oh my god yeah so actually Jordan had it up he goes what a load of bollocks they probably were going to allow kicks no way he sat at the press conference and had no idea what was going on no 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 not uh, awful well do you reckon that means the fight with Calabib might happen Calabib <laughs> Uh, although did you see the fucking did you see the interview his uh, manager done with Ariel Halwani? No. Oh my god! I listened to the full fifty minutes of it today. Nice. Fifty minutes long, and uh, and my god, Ali is a fucking nut job. He sure is. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to say just just listen to it. It's give me give me the cliff notes because I'm not going to watch fifty minutes of that. Um, 
essentially, he's not going to sue McGregor. Uh, he's wanting to put out. He's wanting to sue. Was it the Washington Post or the New York Post for some fake news? No, for for essentially publishing a report saying what McGregor said. Yeah, and he's now blaming them for the fact that his family is getting threats and insults on social media. Um, he's saying that he's no longer a manager; he's a promoter. Um, that basically nobody knows exactly what Khabib is actually after uh, earning. Um, that he doesn't know what Khabib's next fight is going to be, but that his main fight at the moment is he's fighting with the, the Nevada State Athletic Commission or whatever to try and get his money. Um, he, he, I'll be honest, most of it he's just ranting like a fucking lunatic, much like I do, uh, except he's harder to understand. I don't know, that Waterford accent can be pretty challenging oh, at times. Oh, you go fucking do one. I will do your mother. It's apparently you already have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Nothing else happening, I don't think. Uh, someone took a picture of Paige asleep on an airplane. She's not too happy about it. Oh, why does why, why would you do that? Oh. This is why I hate people. And wrestling fans. They're the worst. They don't count as people. So yes, they, they, <laughs> they need to be categorized separately. We realize that it's ironic that we're saying that. But, I mean... Oh, fantastic. That's another one of these 2K19 glitch videos. The Undertaker is cashing in money in the bank. So he's sliding under the ropes and all the ropes and ring ropes break and he can't get in. So he's just glitching on the side of the thing. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Anyway, I think we'll take it home, boys. Gordos. Thoughts, emotions, feelings. Well, it's been the most in a week, but uh, I think if people want to keep this emotional rollercoaster going, they should probably... Try and keep up to date with more of our content. Um, so if they want to get more of us here at the Alleged Wrestling Podcast, they can find us on all the usual places, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, our new home, which is Spotify. You can find us on pretty much any of them. Um, as I said, it's, we're trying to take over the internet very, very, very slowly. Uh, we might take it over by around 2079. Um, you can also find us on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash 2 sports. We're also on Twitter for all our wrestling content. It's at 2 wrestling. And if you want to find any of our content, you can find it on our main website on the internet, which is 2bitsports.com. Like a fucking I, pro. I love how Gordo paid homage to Nicky there in his... Uh... <laughs> in his plugs and if you want to find us on Twitter you can find us on uh, twitter.com uh, 2bitsports and on Facebook you can find us at facebook.com at uh, facebook.com slash 2bitsports what can I say he, he tried to hang me out to dry last week but I still got respect from the boy ah yeah real <laughs> knows real yeah real, real respect real and you know it's uh, I, I gotta look out for my boy pour some uh... out for what's homie He'll uh, be no, back in three I'm weeks. Not, I'm not wasting alcohol. No, <laughs> as, as, as much as real respect for you, I ain't wasting alcohol for that fucker. <laughs> He'll be back for what, 62? Episode 62. This is 59 CC, yeah. Back now, for episode will, 62. Will we, will we be nice enough and ask him for his predictions for next week? Yes. Or we'll make them for him. Oh, Ooh. I like that. That was, that was so much fun we done that the last time. <laughs> do you know what we should do? We should Gold get like an, an, a lot of matches that night. <laughs> we should get like a Magic 8 Ball. I think that would be great crack access to things like that uh, does anyone know anyone working in like a where would you find it was it would you class it as a toy would you get it in a toy shop you might get it in a hobby and gift shop yeah 
that that's true. That's true. Mm. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, we might have. Considering Nikki is gone for three weeks, we might have our little weekend PUBG NXT review. And now we found a way to get fits on it. No. Point man. No. Beer bitch. Nope. Beer bitch. <laughs> beer nope. bitch. <laughs> so we're penned down from all sides and we're going to die anyway. We're going to need some beer. Yep. Beer bitch. I will kick you all in the dicks. Beer bitch. A libation for me. <laughs> Are you a licensed beer bitch? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Bringer of beer? <laughs> Oh, speaking of which, have you watched the Hardys thing yet? No. It's Damn so it. Good. Full review next week, Fitz. Homework. You need to watch it. No. The great grandfather of chaos, Lord Wolfgang. <laughs> Fucking great. Oh, I can't tell you any spoilery stuff. No, no, Unless no, no. Don't, don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. It's. I will watch it. Fine. Oh, the lake of reincarnation is the star. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so God. good. It's just like the old TNA days. It's just <laughs> like it. But, Gordo, any words of wisdom to send the people home? Um, I, I do. I have a very short one this week. Uh, hey. no, I'll, I'll uh, uh, phrasing! <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> You've ruined my fucking bit. Seriously, this is my moment. This is my moment. You have a full hour and a half. God damn it. Um, but yes, the, the, this is something that, uh, again, another nugget of wisdom I picked up from my old man. And it is my old man, Steve, not the old man. Not not just, just a regular clarify. old man that you found on the street. Not just not just a regular old man. My old man, my fifty year old old man. But one day it could uh, be an old man. One day it could be an old man. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I may run out and not get some wisdom from him, and I may need to just go hunting for an old man on the streets of Galway. <laughs> well, hey, <laughs> phrasing. <laughs> That'd be an interesting old fucking Saturday night. I can tell you, it's like, oh, old man, oh, hello. Um, <laughs> Say words. But yeah, so. Um, <laughs> Some of the fucking characters around here, God knows what they came out with. <laughs> to be fair, probably something a bit actually more profound than what my father came out with. Um, when back in the the good old days, he was he was ranting and raving about some people that he really really didn't like. And uh, his, his exact words were: "Some some people's brains are just like the Bermuda Triangle. Information goes inside, gets lost, and is never found again." I like it. <laughs> Short and sweet. Yep, and it would explain a lot of the SJWs these days. Yeah, he, he has the profound ones. Not everything out of the man's mouth is, you know, funny Funger. and stuff. He's actually, he's, he's, a, he's an intellect. That, you know, down, go down now. Do you know the laneway beside the keys? Down there at about quarter to, quarter to one now on a Saturday night. You know your man is always drinking down there. Get some words of wisdom out of him. That's the way to go. The fuck can't put a sentence together. Exactly. He'd be perfect. <laughs> He'd fit the demographic here perfectly. Ah, God. Nothing else going on, I suppose. No Hulkamania mentioned. No, no. or not Hulkamania. No Hulk mentioned. No mention again of where Crown Jewel was. Uh, oh, can nice we, little cover-up. Can we pay homage to the champ? This guy. Oh. And still. Disputed. No, no disputing of Paper champ. Paper champ. In what way? Yeah, uh, you've won on tiebreaker two months. At in me, row. at me, bro. Two, oh, well, within a week, I should say two. It should be two months because it was two pay per views. But within a week, paper yeah. Champ. Paper champ. Don't don't hate me because you ain't me, son. Paper champ. Uh, 
Guess who still has the belt, boys? <laughs> Possession is nine tenths. You are the paper champ. <laughs> I am the real. I am the champ champ. Sorry, Tom, but I, I have to give it back to get my side plates taken off yet. So, paper champ, <laughs> disputed champ, 2017 champ champ. 2017, you're still <sighs> in the past. And, to be fair, at least... You sound like a Liverpool fan now. <laughs> it's, it's his fucking year, all right? <laughs> uh, and to be fair, at least I figured out part of the reason why I'm so far behind you when I realized that there was one of the takeovers I didn't have anything in for. So, Did you fill it in anyways and get your... No, nah, I couldn't be arsed. It was my own fault. I didn't put in predictions. I didn't put in predictions. No, if no you fault. listen back to the show, add them in. You might as well take the points for it. Um, yeah, but then I then I get really depressed when it turns out I predicted every match on the fucking card wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so I, I, I might listen back sneakily now and be like, "Yeah, did did I get any of these right?" They're like, oh, "No, no, I'll leave them off. I'll, I'll leave them <laughs> yeah, off." Yeah. <laughs> it's all these negative points. Uh, yes, yes. So say good night, all. Night, all. Night, all. Nikki. Lashley. 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 Lashley.